This is a CJSON podcast, and I am Matt Langtree from McMaster University in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. I'm excited to tell you about our new findings examining patients in the Toronto Genetic Epidemiologic Study of Polycystic Kidney Disease, led by Dr. York Pay at University of Toronto. Autosomal dominant polycystic kidney disease, or ADPKD, causes an age-dependent increase in bilateral kidney cysts, leading to kidney failure in 70% of patients by age 70. In this study, we specifically examined patients with the most severe PKD1 mutations, but who had mild kidney disease defined by Mayo Clinic Imaging Classification 1A or 1B. First, let's begin with a recap of the genetics of ADPKD. A mutation in either PKD1 or PKD2 accounts for about 90% of ADPKD cases, with the remaining of patients having no identifiable mutation. About 1% have a mutation in a more recently identified gene such as GNAB or DNAJB11. Multiple studies have conclusively shown that on average, protein truncating PKD1 mutations cause the most severe form of ADPKD. However, significant variability in disease severity has been observed between family members who typically have the same underlying mutation. In our center, we routinely collate the results of PKD1 and PKD2 genetic testing and Mayo Clinic imaging classification, which uses age-adjusted MRI-measured total kidney volume to risk stratify the ADPKD severity. Among 174 patients with protein truncating PKD1 mutations, 32 patients, or 18%, had mild Mayo Clinic imaging class of 1A or 1B. In regression analyses, these patients with protein truncating PKD1 mutations, but Mayo class 1A or 1B, had similar age-adjusted EGFRs as patients with milder PKD2 mutations, who also had Mayo class 1A or 1B. 79% of the patients with protein truncating PKD1 mutations, yet mild Mayo Clinic imaging class, had a positive family history of ADPKD, and many of them displayed significant within-family disease variability that suggests the possibility of a positive modifier effect. We also examined older family members who hadn't received MRI imaging for risk stratification due to their advanced age, and found again a similar 14% of patients with protein-truncating PKD1 mutations had milder disease defined as not requiring dialysis until after the age of 70. Overall, our results suggest that protein-truncating PKD1 mutations have high penetrance, meaning that if you have the mutation, you will have ADPKD, but variable expressivity as 18% of patients with the most severe mutation type still had relatively mild disease. Thus, while protein-truncating PKD1 mutations are associated with the most severe ADPKD on average, ADPKD mutation class may not be completely reliable to predict disease severity in an individual patient. Thank you for listening. This podcast is copyrighted by the American Society of Nephrology, all rights reserved. All content in this podcast is for informational purposes only and is not intended to be medical advice. This podcast should not be used in a medical emergency or for the diagnosis or treatment of any medical condition. 
please consult your doctor or other qualified healthcare provider if you have any questions about any medical condition or before taking any drug, changing your diet, or commencing or discontinuing any course of treatment. Thank you for listening to this podcast from the American Society of Nephrology.